What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hero podcast. We're back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points. We just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how is it going? I'm good, Connor. For, quite frankly, I'm excited for this episode. You have a lot mm. to. You have you have a, a tough act to follow from last yeah, week. Yeah, I think last week was our worst character we've ever done. Well, well, <laughs> you, you say worst. I mean, no. we did. We did Nightwing. Oh, he's got me. He's got me. I love little Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we uh, we did Captain America too. <laughs> oh well, uh, oh, come on, he's alright. Ah, he's alright. Uh, no, um, this is Hero Zero. As I said, we I normally do DC characters. You do Marvel, and last yes. week you did the Texas Texas Twister, uh, one of Marvel's most well-known characters, the big the big bad of Phase Four. I can only assume the big but, TT himself. The big TT. But this week I decided that. I would go back to my roots of uh, a bit of Batman, um, but not Batman. I've actually oh. done the opposite of Batman, Sean. I'm the, doing Man Bat. Man Bat? <laughs> man surely, Bat. Surely that's just a Batman, Connor. No, don't, silly. The comic book writers were out back and like, we've done Batman for a few years. <laughs> Fuck, Surely. we need new characters. We need new characters. Ratman? No. Rat- no, that's ridiculous. What about Robin Boy? No, Boy Robin? No, fuck. Um, it's harder than oh. it looks, Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah, Stan Lee's looking at them over the shoulder like, it fools. <laughs> All you gotta do is take one word and swap them. Um, this is Man Bat, or Dr. Kirk Langstrom, or Robert Kirkland Langstrom um, as known first appearance June 1970 created by Frank Robbins Neil Adams and Julius Swartz now what do you know of Man Bat? Um, uh, Lego Batman he's a you, bat. could play, you could play as him in Lego Batman true uh, he's, and he looks like a big bat but he's a man true um, and like he's physically he, he, he has the physicality of a bat like he's a big bat like an actual bat, not like a Batman, but more like a man who's a bat. A stop man saying bat, the word bat, if stop, you will. Stop saying, yeah, stop saying the word bat. All right, Connor, you're up to bat. <laughs> okay, right, here we go. So, the thing about man bat is that there's, obviously, it's fairly common. It's very lizard man from uh, Spider-Man. In that the you lizard. Have a sci- the, sorry, the lizard. who You have uh, a scientist... Who does some experiment and it goes wrong, they become a monster. It's a whole thing. Now, my experience with Man Bat for many years was always just like, yeah, he's kind of, he's grand. Um, and it says what, he does what he says on the tin. You know what I mean? He's just a dude who's a bat. Yeah. But um, when you get into it, he's also a family man. And he has a bit of more of a tragic story as well. So we're going to get into that here. Um, so Kirk Langstrom. When he was a young boy, he fell into a deep cavern and was lost for more than six weeks. Police conducted a massive search for the child and were nearly ready to give up when they finally found him. Though his parents were overjoyed to see their son return to them, 
Kirk seemed almost sorry to leave the cave. He, he fell in love wa- with the cave. <laughs> he silently waved goodbye to his friends he left behind what? in the cave. Who could those friends be? What kind uh, I, of animal? I don't know. So a short time later, Kirk met six-year-old Bruce Wayne outside of a movie theater. And he regaled Bruce with tales of his adventures beneath the earth and embellished such tales by telling him about the race of half-human, half-bat, half-bat creatures he had encountered in the cave. I hope that doesn't come back to bite him in the arse. In both of them. I really hope it doesn't come back to bite both of them in the arse. That's true. If only, I hope bats play no further role in either <laughs> of their lives. <laughs> so, as an adult, Kirk left his hometown of Chicago and enrolled at Gotham University, where he met fellow student Francine Lee, who he would later go on to marry. Francine is very important to Kirk's story. Um, okay. So, even... Even after all this time, the so-called cave boy was still obsessed with bats, and he believed that he could pioneer new medical breakthroughs through the study of bats. Um, So after college, Kirk became a zoologist and a nocturnal mammals expert, employed by the Gotham Natural History Museum. He had long admired the careers of costume crime fighters and wanted to emulate them, Particularly the legendary Batman. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty big around the Gotham parts. Is this and now is this is this a man who looks like a bat? No, no. Um, see, actually, they're both men who look like bats. Um, he's a man in who has a cape and boots. Ah, I'm with you now. Okay, cape and boots, <laughs> man. He has to tie his shoes to get to look like the bat. <laughs> Until his, if, her sho- if his shoes are untied, the illusion is broken. Can you imagine Batman with no shoes on? I'm just imagining that in my head and it's fucking weird. Don't like that at all. (laughs) He loses all of his power, I think. (laughs) He's he's not intimidating anymore. It's like, where are your fucking shoes, man? (laughs) Like, you can get rid of a lot of other things on his outfit, but you get rid of those boots and he's walking around in fluffy socks and you're kind of like, here, look, I think I have it in this fight. (laughs) I think I can take this guy. <laughs> um, so he Langstrom developed a serum extracted from the glands of bats. Now he did this because he wanted to amplify a person's sensory capabilities, gifting them with enhanced hearing. Um, now this was also ri- it was written in that he was kind of losing his hearing at a younger age as well, and so this was kind of like he went. He went hell for later at this because he felt like he was kind of losing his, and in this he he could come up with a miracle cure for the problems he was going to encounter later on in life. Okay, so okay, so this is like the, it's like, he this research is, it could it's a game changer if it works. Yes. Okay. And so like many scientists, Sean of his caliber. Langstrom decided to do one thing with the serum that he had created. He needed test subjects. But Mm. he looks to his left and he looks to his right. There's nobody there. Clowns to the left. Jokers to the right. Oh, jokers. Here I am. What do you want? (laughs) What do you want, man? Um, No, but he just... What what do you think his next step is? (laughs) Just stabs a needle into his own face. Big, a big old needle right in his fucking eye. Here we go. Right, so he decided to test the serum on himself, which showed immediate results. He felt fucking great. However, 
as, as, as he began to, you know, have a few seconds afterwards, he was like, you know what, I'm feeling pretty, oh wait, no, his hands grew hairy and claw-like, and his face took on the physical characteristics of a bat, including elongated ears that allowed him to perce- perceive his surroundings via echolocation. So it worked perfectly. Perfectly. Hasn't gone wrong once other than the fact that he now looks like a bat. Well, it happens. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Um, dubbing himself the Man Bat, Langstrom first went into action with a group of thieves calling themselves the Blackout Gang, which I mean, he's a bat, he's blind, the Blackout Gang is a whole thing, broke into the museum. Batman was under trail, and the Man Bat teamed up with him to bring <gasps> the thieves down. Dream Batman, team. Batman, <laughs> you've got both of them. Working together, you got Batman, Man, Bat. Uh, Batman welcomed the assistance, but the Man Bat shied away when Batman mistakenly complimented him on his disguise. Oh no! <laughs> hey, nice freaky disguise. You look like a nice really horrifying big mask. You are so scary. You are hideous. Luckily, it's only a disguise. Am I right? Wipes away a tear. <laughs> As the man bat ran off, Batman wondered if he had just made a formidable ally or a brand new adversary because Batman probably called them ugly a few times and maybe that might piss off man bat. Yeah, um, and it's not like it's something he'd internalise and hold with him to this very day. Nah, absolutely not. Uh, a short time later, Langstrom tried to find a cure for his mutation so he doesn't have wings so far. Um, he just he has hairy hands he's kind of he's wolf like in the rest of his body and then his face has like massive ears right um, and so he finds he try, he's trying to find a cure for this mutation but the transformation was far too advanced to stop he quickly sprout, started sprouting leathery bat like wings under his arms which allowed him to fly as a bat as his in- animal instincts also became stronger Manbat sought refuge and find, found himself returning to the same place as many other bats in Gotham. The Batcave! Oh! Um, okay. oh! So is he just squatting in the Batcave? A little bit, yes. Uh, but he it was kind of like he felt a calling to the Batcave. Right, okay. Because it's a big dark because cave. The, mo- the more in tune he became with his bat... Uh, side of him, if when say when the the scales went from fifty fifty to sixty forty bat, he started to feel like oh I'm kind of feeling a calling towards this area of Gotham for some reason. Okay, um, that's cool. A- Alfred discovers him when he is attacked. Luckily, Batman was just coming home and managed to subdue the creature and bound it down. While Manbat was unconscious, Batman started creating an antidote for Langstrom. This will be a common team in this report. When Man Bat refused Batman's help, the Dark Knight called Francine to help him. Now, of course, Francine is his wife, and uh, she is used a lot for the classic storytelling of he's on a rampage, he's going mental, oh, Francine is there, she's the only one that can talk him down from the ledge. I see, okay. Yeah. And uh, Well, look... As long as it doesn't happen too frequently to the point that it becomes cliche. Yeah, as a, look, and you know as well as I do, it won't happen that often. 
Now, now no. they mentioned it, it won't happen. So, shortly after this, Manbat reached Francine and convinced her to marry him. So, she was wi- she was able to call it, talk him down from this ledge. Batman is kind of like, I don't want to fight him again, he's pretty fucking tough. If you just have a chat with him. She eventually talks Kirk out of going full mentally. He then, the scales go back to 60-40 human and he has control again. Um, and it is at this point that he says to Fra- to Francine that he wants to marry her, and she says yes. It's not like uh, the Fantastic Four, the first one with Michael Chiklis, where it's like, "Wow, you're hideous." She's like, "Wow, you're pretty hot still. I like you, Kirk, as a man, Michael Chiklis, you dickhead." That's what she said. Oh, she really forward thinking on that one. <laughs> she was really forward thinking in 1970. So she. He also convinced Francine, though, to marry him and to use the man-bat syrup as a proof of her love. Oh, no. Yes. They both transformed into human bats, and Kirk and Francine tried to get married at a church until Batman stopped them because he hates love and forced them to take the cure to revert their mutations. You would, though, wouldn't you? Because he just went mental from having that in his system. And now they both have it in their system. Yeah, and so does she have it forever now? Uh, Batman's after curing it. But they also have the the formula to create more. So it doesn't really matter. I s- okay. Wow. That's fucked. Yeah. There's like... There's also a whole thing in... Um, the Arkham games where it's in Arkham Knight if you're just like going around the city you will be attacked by Manbat he's like one of the missions in the game and oh, he's just yeah. random like flying around the map and you have to land on him to like try and get the antidote into him and then stop him for a little while presumably be- because Kirk Langstrom is always said to be a good man like he's a good man who's trying to do good things it just he just can't fully cure himself <laughs> That, it's very the lizard from Spider-Man. Yes, that's that's what I mean. It's very similar as the two. Like the more you read, the more you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know which one came first. I could probably the lizard if this is 1970, but they would be very, very similar. Um, yeah. So shortly after, Kirk and Francine got married with Batman as their best man after they were healed. <laughs> so they got cured, and Batman was their best man because he likes Kirk. He's just like, he's a good dude. He just turns into a bat sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but a few days later, Sean, Kirk had a relapse into oh, his no. man-bat identity. With his mind altered again, man-bat created a more potent man-bat serum that would allow him a permanent transformation. But Batman prevented him from using it and provided another antidote <laughs> to revert the transformation once again. He just likes making chemicals, I think. I think he does, yeah. Um, aware of the fact that Gotham's criminals were rampant on the streets, Langstrom decided to use the serum to go out as Man-Bat and fight criminals instead. Because if he can control it, he's he's a good man. And he's also, if he can keep his, um, his sensibilities, he's able to help. Because he's very strong, he's very fast, he can fly. Like, that whole thing. Yeah, so, yeah, if he has it under control, it's unreal. Yeah. 
Um, but and every other for, time is awful. <laughs> yeah, because if he goes a, a step too far, he will just murder a lot of people. Um, yeah. His new version of the serum allowed Langstrom to stay in control of the transformation. And with his newfound ability, he assisted Batman in the capture of Roy Reynolds, who's a, the getaway genius. And he started his career as a crime fighter. Officially, he's a crime fighter, Sean. Officially? Or, like... Well... For, for everything I know about him, he's, he's usually, like, a someone who needs to be stopped. He needs to be stopped for his own good, but he's not a bad person. It's like, um... Yeah, it's like the lizard. Or, like, the Hulk, if he loses control. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he can do a lot of good, but usually fucks it all up. It's a very much a comic book thing that scientist has a thing that he injects into himself, and then he becomes... It's the Jekyll and Hyde. Like, it's all just Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, it all goes back to that story. Um, sometime later, Kirk Langstrom learned that the widow of a man named Moran was giving a $100,000 reward for the capture of the man who assassinated her husband. Langstrom needed the money, so he decided to inject himself with his special serum again and became Man-Bat. And working with Batman, they managed to bring the criminal back to America and Batman donated the reward money to Langstrom's department of the Gotham Natural History Museum. Donated it? Yeah, well, um, but technically Bruce Wayne could have just done yeah, that anyway. He could have just given a load of money to that museum anyway and he never would have batted an eyelid. That's the difference really between Kirk, say, like he's, he became a crime fighter because he's like, oh, I can get money for doing this because I'm poor because I keep ripping through all my clothes because by becoming a big bat. It's a whole thing. You know, that's, clothes aren't cheap if you have to keep buying a new wardrobe every time you change. That's it. Yeah, you'll rinse through, and all the lab equipment he destroys, and those dramatic transportation. Oh yeah, transformations. When, when he's like flinging his arms around yeah. the place, like all the those, beakers go everywhere. Woods <laughs> and burners aren't cheap, Sean. That's no. what I'm saying. There's only um, a limited amount. So, uh, him and Francine have a daughter, and as I said, Kirk's two big things are uh, three big things. He's a he's a good man. He likes to sometimes become a bat. And he's a massive family man, so his family is most important to him. So after his daughter was born, Kirk decided to retire as Man-Bat and got himself a new job at a construction site. However, there were reports of a Man-Bat creature in New York who was capturing criminals. Kirk was sure that it wasn't him, but he couldn't say the same for his wife. Dun dun dun. dun, dun. <laughs> when, when Kirk finally learned that it was Francine who had been turning into the she bat, he went out looking for her as man bat and saved her with a serum and an antidote. As is always the case with man bat. I think you've said serum and antidote about the same amount of times as you've said bat in this report. Too many times. Almost too many, because all of man bat's stories are goes crazy. Bruce is like, oh, Alfred, he's a good man underneath it all. Then comes up with an antidote. And he must have just have, like, a load of the bottles of antidote. He's like, oh, Kirk's gone crazy. Get me the fucking bottle. Right, here we go. <laughs> just like, get the vat of antidote ready. Pull it <laughs> yeah. around, Alfred. There, there's just a big bucket of it that they're just pulling out. <laughs> That's... It's, it's, he has a well in the bat cave, I think. No, he has a bathtub. It's sitting in a bathtub. A bathtub. <laughs> oh, good. 
<laughs> Just call a tub. Um, so when Langstrom's daughter Rebecca became ill due to her, her enhanced hearing, Manbat stole an illegal shipment of medicines and tried to use it at her. Batman prevented the use of the drug because he's a dickhead, so Manbat could not save Rebecca. Um, but Man ba- Batman said, "Right, you're not allowed to use those drugs, but you could work with me to capture the cr- criminals responsible." And um, we we don't have Rebecca's cure, but we can get it off the streets. And Manbat's kind of looking at him like, "That's not really the. Po- you're kind of missing the whole you're, issue here, Bruce." What you've done there is you've created a problem and you're solving that. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, but I'm trying to solve the problem of my daughter, you know, and she's become ill. So I'm trying to fix her, whereas you don't really give a shit about other people. So you're like, but we have to stop the criminals, Kirk. <laughs> Not the children. The children will be fine. And I agree. Stop the criminals. <laughs> so you're saying you'd rather save your child than stop a gang. How dare you, Kirk? How you fucking dare you? fucking monster. You're selfish. Um, so Manbat, not a big fan of this. And he captures the criminals, and a while later, Manbat was assisted by everyone's favourite nice boy, Superman. And they together found a cure for Rebecca. But what this did, though, was make Man- Manbat aware of the fact Bruce Wayne's kind of a dickhead. Um, he's not a nice boy. No, and I love when people realise that in the Batman story. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you're awful. Yeah. And after having cured his daughter, Langstrom became obsessed with the Batman, and this caused him to lose his job and his money. His family was forced to move to the worst part of town in Gotham, Crime Alley. Oh no. Never go um, to Crime Alley. Literally, it's the, it's in the name what happens there. Um, Alley's happen there. <laughs> One evening, Kirk was working with his bat gland formula when he made a miscalculation in the chemical compound. Upon drinking it, he instantly transformed, but his conscious mind was consumed, replaced with nothing but raw, naked instinct of a bat. He flew off into the night and eventually returned to the catacombs that led to the bat cave. Um, eventually Manbat reached the, to the abandoned Wayne Manor and after several such instances some began to believe that Wayne Manor was haunted Commissioner Gordon led a search of the mansion along with Batman as well as a ghost breaker Dr. Terence 13 who's a character we'll probably do later on okay. um, Batman's prevented them Batman prevented them all from looking at the Batcave which I think is a very funny image of like them all looking and then Commissioner Gordon's like what's over here don't look over there uh, there's um oh there's murders murders around that corner I'll do that you I'll check over here you 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 work this area <laughs> this small square I'll go into the dark corridor over there I'm Batman after all I'm much tougher than you James don't get the fuck out of here come on That's now a, I'm I'm basically a man who's a bat oh no. <laughs> Wait, oh fuck, he's on to me, he's on to me. Um, so, during a fierce confrontation, the Bat finally turns up and he begins to attack Batman. I'm saying Bat so many times. I know, um, it's lost all meaning. Yes, uh, I'm going to say Bruce from now on. So, Manbat was finally confronted by Bruce, once again, in the caves near the Batcave. But this time, Rebecca Langstrom was on Batman's side. 
At the sight of his daughter, Man-Bat recovered some of his consciousness, and this gave Batman the chance to eject the powerful antidote to revert his transformation again. If they're going to run out of antidote, or he's not going to take it someday. They're going to run out of people that can turn him back to being conscious. And, like... Uh, no, I, I, look, I'm, I'm sure with a character like that, there's only, only so many ways a story can go. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's at his best when he's a bat. You know, that kind when of way. he's just mad. Yeah, when he's just insane. Yeah. Um, however, Langstrom was forced to take the antidote periodically in order to prevent further transformation. So shortly after, Langstrom returned to his old job at the museum. But his long hours of work consumed his mind, Sean. No! Um, making him forget about the antidote he had to take. For this reason, Langstrom transformed into Man-Bat and challenged Batman in the Batcave again. He even kidnapped Jason Todd. <laughs> in his twisted mind, Man-Bat tried to pr- transform Jason into a bat creature like him to make, his, to make Jason his son. But Batman stopped Man-Bat with help from his wife and his daughter and reversed it, reverted the transformation once more. With but an antidote? With an antidote and a serum, yes. But a lot of it, as I said, is Man-Bat turning to a bat, losing his mind, and then Batman rolls his eyes like, fucking get the bathtub. Here we go again. Give me, get, roll, And like, someone's after poking, putting the hole. The plug has got in this bathtub. It's all gone down the drain, Alfred. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh. I'm not going into I, the sewers. That's gross. I didn't make any more. Oh, no. I lost the recipe. <laughs> um, so, that is my uh, report on Man Bat. I have powers and abilities if you'd like them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming bat based powers. I can only assume, yes. Um, I don't. The word bat has lost all meaning. Uh, so, powers, transformation. Upon injection of the serum, Langstrom can transform himself into a half human, half bat creature. Once the serum wears off, the man bat returns back to human form. After years of exposure to the serum, Langstrom is, is able to transform at will these days. Um, he has wings, he has flight, which. Ticker calls with the wings. Uh, he's got claws. He's got echolocation. So he, Madman can navigate through the air by way of echolocation, similar in function to a, to a bat's radar. It allows him to function in pitch black darkness. He's got sound manipulation. Madman is able to create sonic waves that stun people nearby him. Um, animal empathy. So Madman is also able to imp- he's able to contact local bats and have a chat with them, like Ant Man, and ask them for their help. After which they organised and swarmed his targets. Um, in terms of abilities, he's got biology and chemistry because he's like he's a mass- he's massively into uh, animals. He's a zoologist uh, specialising in uh, mammal biology. Um, big old and he's nerd. He's a biochemist. He's a big old nerd. Um, weaknesses: He has vulnerability to sensitive senses. Uh, Mamba's hearing is highly sensitive, and extremely loud noises cause him great pain. He's also extremely sensitive to bright light, preferring instead to remain in dark locations. Um, and in terms of the notes, I have uh, 
the two things that I have is that it has been theorized, or sorry, this is trivia by the way. It has been theorized that the bat that crashed through the Wayne Manor study, inspiring Bruce Wayne to become the Batman, was one of Kirk Langstrom's test subjects that escaped from his laboratory sometime prior to Langstrom becoming the man bat. Really? It's, I mean, it's theorized. It, I don't know if it's canon, but that is something that people say. I mean, it doesn't change anything if it is canon, you know? Mm. Uh, my other bits of theory, or my other bits of trivia, I should say, are that Man Bat was the first villain to appear in the DC animated universe. He appeared in the pilot of Batman the Animated Series on Letter Wings. Unfortunately, this was his only appearance in the whole show. Oh. Um, the next Man Bat scene was actually his wife in Terror in the Sky. Finally, Langstrom made an appearance in Tiger Tiger. This version of the character is relatively unchanged from his comic counterpart. He was voiced by Mark Singer. Um, and in Batman Beyond, uh, there's an episode called Splicing, which involves combining both animal and human DNA. And it's kind of become a, like a fad in like the 2040s. Oh. Um, so there's people like injecting themselves with like cheetahs things to become like so fast. Or it's just become a fad to become different things. It's like a fashion um, statement thing. So, yeah, it's like, and the, the cooler animal you are, the more money you have, kind of thing. Um, Terry McGuinness, uh, who is Batman Beyond, is captured by the leader of the Splicers um, and is injected with vampire bat DNA. His new appearance resembles that of Man Bat. Uh, he's later turned back to normal by Bruce. But that's just like, it's a nice thing that kind of gave him a bit of a nod in Batman Beyond. Um, so yeah, that is my report on this character. It's just, it's very much a character that you could only use, like, once every few years, maybe every few months is even a bit short. Um, because as you've seen, and as I've read, a lot of these stories are repetitive. He transforms, you get the antidote, he reverts back. But the only, I like the interesting bit of the wife is also... Um, a bat and I there are room I can't remember if they turned a child into a bat at one stage as well there was like a whole family of bats at one stage like that's that's something I never knew about this character I just thought he was a scientist who experimented with bats and went insane I thought that was it I didn't know he had a whole family of bats that's class yeah no I think I'm pretty positive there's a whole family of bats somewhere along the way and especially if she was bored if the child is bored like he has bat stuff in him anyway so it would be in his DNA. Yeah, that's... I, I I think that they could build to something in the future that they do something really, really cool with, like, the two bat families fighting against each other. Oh, see, oh, man. So Batman, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl against four of them. Yeah, I think that could be really <laughs> cool. I would read that comic. I think that's pretty cool. I just want to watch Batgirl kick the shit over some little girl. <laughs> no, we'll age them all up so that it's like a fair fight. <laughs> no, no. It's like a bat, but it's like in a cot. <laughs> the fucking kicking it. It's just a bat. Like, it's the size of a bat. <laughs> get here. Fucking get on the ground. Jason, calm down. <laughs> it would be Jason. <laughs> it would be J- Red Hood with his fucking bazooka. Do we really need that? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I've, I've read the situation. Yes, we do. Um, so yeah, that is this week's Hero Zero, Sean. Uh, what do you think of Man Bat? That is, he's a very cool character and a lot more sympathetic than I thought. Um, I just thought he was a a bat, you know, a bat-shaped lunatic. 
but in reality he he's a bat shaped sweetheart he's the, he is the lizard from yeah. Spider-Man yeah his research that it was meant to be so so good ended up ruining his life and now he struggles to keep it under control mm. but it's it's told in a very well done way and it works very well in the Batman universe he's like the opposite of Batman like he is the I think he's used as like a symbol of like what Batman could have become in a weird way like he's like you to the absolute nth degree on the evil side yeah but it was also like it, it, there are very many like instances where if you if you told someone hey design me a character named Batman they could theoretically you know it wouldn't be a million miles away to say oh he's a scientist who experimented on himself and now he can turn into a bat he's a zoologist yeah like it makes total sense for him to be a hero but the fact that he's like this complex borderline villain a lot of the time is really interesting to me hmm. and it's just literally taking the name Batman and swapping them that's that's inspired really <laughs> inspired sometimes it's the little things uh, so Sean do you want to take us out Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesdays, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Um, big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. If you want to support us over there, no pressure at all. Uh, everyone who does support us over there, thank you all so much. You're all amazing people. The best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one? Just the one. We're also on all of the social medias. They're all linked in the description. Or you can email us, heresfryer underscore at outlook.com. But Connor, I think that's about it. I think you've nailed it. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.